Welcome to Radio Tambua, an outreach of ACFA, the Africa Center for Apologetics Research. ACFA equips God's people for the defense of the faith, biblical discernment, and cult evangelism. Let's begin today's message. The man of God phrase is an expression that is very much used in the Bible. In fact, did you know that about 71 times it appears in the Old Testament and only twice in the New Testament? In the Old Testament, usually it is used to refer to a prophet, a man who is speaking on behalf of God to God's people. In the New Testament, it is used of Timothy as a man of God, and then it is used to refer to all believers as men of God. But unfortunately, in our context today, when we think about a man of God, we're not just thinking about an Old Testament prophet or believers as they live their lives before God. The phrase has come to mean a man who is specially anointed, designated by God to work on behalf of God, with through whom and apart from whom people cannot be blessed. The expression man of God has come to mean a self-appointed apostle or prophet or pastor, who in most cases is above accountability from anyone, who claims to have special powers to heal people or to predict their future, who has come to be the only channel through which God's blessing can come to his people. He's clearly a man that people fear, a man that people revere, to the extent that some might even worship him, to the extent that some might see him as the only way in which God can bless them. In my country where I come from, we are beginning to see people even worship pastors and prophets and apostles who call themselves a man of God. We are seeing Christian leaders who are now above accountability, who move from one scandal to another, and nobody should talk about them because they are the anointed ones. Usually you will hear that phrase used from Psalms 105, touch not God's anointed and do no harm to my prophets. A passage, of course, taken out of biblical context, but which has come to mean the man of God controlling his followers through fear and intimidation, where now you find that the man has become like assistant God. It's like you cannot meet God without him. It's like for you to be blessed, you must come through this man of God. And unfortunately, so many believers, especially on the continent of Africa, have lost touch with the God of Scripture and are now trying to access him through the man of God, as though without him, God would never love them, never save them, or never meet their needs. The church in Africa finds itself in such a crisis when you have somebody who stands between you and God, and unfortunately he's not the model or the example of the kind of Christian living that you can expect. What can the church in Africa do today? We must go back to the biblical scriptures, and especially to remember that the scripture does not say that there is any man or apostle or pastor or prophet who can mediate between men and God except Jesus. You might remember First Timothy 2.5, where the Apostle Paul says that for there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Jesus Christ. Access to God is only through Jesus. He is the Savior of the world. He is the only one that God has mandated through whom and through whose name our prayers can be heard. Christians in Africa do not need a certain pastor or an apostle in order for God to hear them. Every Christian can pray and has right of access in the presence of God without a pastor. 
Now, that doesn't mean that pastors cannot pray for their people or their congregations, but generally scripture calls us not to pray for one another just, but to pray with one another that all believers have equal access in the presence of God, that all believers have right to come to God as their heavenly Father and speak to Him and trust that God will meet their needs. Today we are seeing men of God becoming the kind of unreachable people, untouchable people, who even when they are involved in scandals, they are beyond discipline in the name of, they are more anointed than others. But really, what do the scriptures say about Christian leadership? That men of God, in fact, are called to be servants, to be humble people who serve even sacrificially the people that God has put under their care and not lording over them. That they are called to be shepherds of the flock, not bosses, not autocrats, but people who lay down their lives just like Jesus did. How do you know that somebody is a wrong man of God or a different kind of man of God? You need to be asking yourself a number of questions. Does this man, for instance, recognize that he is a servant that God has put in charge and that one day he will be accountable to God and even to those that he serves? When he opens the scriptures, does he open them truthfully and faithfully? And does he seek to humbly communicate the, the word of God in a manner that God's people can understand, appreciate, and be built by? When he is involved in a scandal or has sinned, is he quick to repent? Or is he the kind that thinks that he can call everyone else to accountability but not himself? If you look at his kind of leadership, is it servant leadership? Or is it the kind of leadership where he is the center and everyone else under him or following him is expected to serve him and give him glory? By looking at what the place of scriptures in his life, looking at the place of Jesus in his life and in his relationship, looking at his servant attitude and heart, you can very easily tell whether this man is a true servant of God or whether he is the man of God as we understand it in Africa today who seeks to get glory for himself at the expense of God who has called him into service. That is assuming that he has been called by God. Christians in Africa need to be very discerning and need to be on the alert that you are not serving a fellow man in the name of his more anointed than you are or in the name of that he is the only channel through whom God can touch you. Christians reading the scriptures will understand that God has loved us graciously and with an everlasting and conditional love. He does not need to work through any special kind of man in order to serve you or to love you or to meet your needs. You can come to God directly through Jesus Christ, his son, and you can be sure that God will meet you at your very point of need without being at the mercy of any man or any leader. To learn more about the Africa Center for Apologetics Research, visit us at africanapologetics.org.